Well, you should have more time to write. Same dad. Start your engines and smoke the tires. This is Inside Alabama Racing with your host, Tommy Trader. He is the reason for this full course yellow that we are under at the moment. Stay with the sports station, WNSP, for NASCAR news, interviews with drivers, crew members, and track officials around the state and around the nation. Fired up. Stay on the racetrack if you can. Stay on the racetrack if you can. Get inside of my mirror and says objects of mirror appear faster than they appear. Inside Alabama Racing, brought to you by Wade Distributors, Judy's Place, and Alabama Pipe and Supply. Got a guitar! Hell yeah! Have you seen any of the replay? They have called one of our teammates to the trailer. Oh, bye. Now, here's Tommy Prater. Look at him, look at him, look at him. Let's go racing drivers! Welcome to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. It is an absolutely beautiful day here on the Gulf Coast, and we've got a show to match it. Las Vegas was where the action was last weekend. Kyle Larson wins. For those of you who listened to last week's show, our guest, Jeff Motley, rightly predicted Larson as the winner for last week's race in Vegas. Our buddy Riley Erbst, who has been on this show a bunch over his career, picks up his first NASCAR win at Vegas, which, by the way, that's his hometown, Las Vegas, Nevada. So what a great place to pick up your first win. This week, all three of the NASCAR's major touring series divisions will be in Homestead. Tonight, we're sticking a little bit closer to home. Some of you may know that the Knights and Lights that were at the Bay Bears forever has moved to Mobile International Speedway. If you didn't, you're going to find out about it tonight. John Hilliard from Knights and Lights will be with us to talk about what's happening at Mobile, and the response has been phenomenal. Also, this past weekend, Gio Ruggiero won the Winchester 400 and a lot of controversy before and after. He'll talk to us about that a little bit later on in the program. And Sunny South Raceway has its last race of the season this Saturday night. A young talent, Chipley, will join us as we give a preview of this weekend's last race. Everybody hang on right here on WNSP. Big skin, Pete. This is Inside Alabama Racing on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. The only driver that needs the jaws of life to get in and out of his race car. Here's Tommy Prater. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. We've got a fun show for you. The Knights and Lights folks will be with us in just a minute. Talon Chipley will preview the final night of racing at Sunny South Raceway for 2023. And the Winchester 400 winner, Gio Ruggiero, will step in and we'll talk about his weekend. It was an eventful weekend, trust me. 
Every week our program is brought to you by Wade Distributors, Southwest Alabama's flooring leader, Alabama Pipe and Supply, and, of course, Judy's Place, where every Wednesday is Cobbler Day. Uh, We had a great group today. And if you need to find out what grumpy old men are watching on Netflix and other media available by the Internet, you need to join us next Wednesday because I'm sure the discussion will continue. This year, for the first time, the Night in Lights program that used to be at Bay Bear Stadium moved to South Florida has now moved back to Mobile. It has located itself at Mobile International Speedway, and the response has been pretty significant already, and it's just Halloween, and normally Christmas is the big time of year. But when you go to the racetrack these days, You'll see a great program. I posted just a short video on my Facebook page from our trip there this weekend, which was really a lot of fun, and the grandkids. And to get you filled in, let's bring in John Hilliard from the Knights and Lights. John, how you doing, bud? I am doing wonderful. I'm sitting here at the track uh, waiting to start our show at 7, and i uh, glad to uh, be able to talk to you tonight. So let's talk about this. A lot of people ask me, so why have they gone from the Bay Bears to the racetrack? And, and Bay Bears is closed. <clears throat> yeah, you know, we were running after the Bay Bears left. You know, we were on staff with the Bay Bears, and when they left, we continued to run the stadium. And uh, when the city lost their lease, their lease back, uh, I think, uh, at last in 22, around uh, April, we had to find another location because they closed it down. So. The only place we could find, we looked in Mobile. The fairgrounds have stuff going on during the, you know, the uh, November, December, so does Lad Stadium and all that. So nobody could house us because we have to have at least a, about a two-mile track for our show. So the only place we found was down in Orlando. But we wanted to come back, and uh, Eddie Shoemaker, he took over the uh, total management of the track out here and uh, made us an offer and uh, we're really happy uh, a good uh, organization and we're pleased to be here so i went through uh this weekend with my grandkids and we were regulars at bay bears so we we enjoy the show and i guess for our listeners and people who have not been yet and maybe it's just me, but I thought you had more attractions, more deals, and the course, for lack of better words, was a lot longer than what it had been at Bay Bears. Yeah, it's um, it's close to the same mileage, maybe a little bit longer, but we're more spread out. So used to where you have to make a tight turn here or there. Now it's there's very few turns, you know, except when you're you're actually on the track a lot of the time, and you're down in the pits, and then you're out on the long road so actually there's a lot more to see there is more attractions to see and it's more of a spread out area it's just everybody's commenting on it that they really like it better because it's uh it's just more spread out and we can have more things out here so my grandkids first feedback and i know you'll appreciate this as regulars at the speedway uh where the ghosts are in the pit area they said Mm -hmm. hey those ghosts need to be in line for the bathroom. And I said, you're right. 
in line for the bathroom or in line for the concessions because the concessions yeah, what, what right? Yeah. They need to be right. in line. That's funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, that was their first, you know, from this is awesome to, hey, those ghosts need to be in line. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they're coming out. You know, you never know. Maybe they're lying That's on right. the other side. So. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> this is quite an undertaking for both you guys and the racetrack. It's the first time the racetrack's ever done anything like this. It's been interesting to watch the feedback from our race fans. They have wholeheartedly embraced this. I know you guys are taking a big chunk of people in from southeast Mississippi you don't normally see. What's your overall impression, John, so far? And, and, and you know, you, you're not, we haven't even got to the good one yet, just through the Halloween adventure. Halloween, I mean, we're very, uh, you know, being that you're getting your own I-10, you got to go a few more exits than you did to go to the Hank, but actually it's worth it. It's not that much further, uh, actually. And uh, being out here, like I said, it's it's uh, it's more space for us to put North Storth out here. Uh, we were a little skeptical whether people would come here, but it's it's not that much further. And when people get out here, they really are happy, and they actually like it better here than they did at the Hank. And you're not going to get quite the traffic jams you did there with McGowan Park and with them bringing in top golf and all that. It would have just been a mess. So out here, you're not going to be waiting in line nearly as long. Well, you know, and that's something else I want to talk about. The way you guys are doing it with these uh, timed releases, for lack of better words, which I don't remember doing at the Hank. I just remember coming and getting in line at the Hank. So you can let's talk about how people can go. You can go online and make a reservation. Tell, tell our listeners how that happens. Okay, you go online. You go to nightsinlights.com, and then there's a selection there. You pick what night you want to come. And there's time slots. You can come from between 7 and 8, 8 and 9, and 9 and 10. And any time in that hour, you can come. And that helps us with the traffic flow. That way we know who's coming, when they're coming. And like I said, you're not going to be in the lines like you used to be. So uh, it's very unique. We, you know, we never have had to do it before, but all the other shows across the country do it. So we thought we would try it. And it's worked out really well. A lot of people like it. Because, uh, like I said, you can pick your night and your time you want to come, and it helps us with the traffic flow. I know that we were there, and, and hold on a second for me, John. The music means I got to go. Uh, can you hang on for a I minute? I got you. Sure. Yeah, I'm good. We're talking with John Hilliard from Nights and Lights when we come back right here on WNSP. National Speedway through Halloween. They'll retool and come back for Christmas. For those of you who are not familiar with the term nights and lights, let's just go with the deal that used to happen at the Bay Bears every year. It's now at Mobile International Speedway. It's the first time it's been there. John, we were talking when we went to break about how people can go. And I think this scheduling system that you guys have come up with is really ingenious because when we used to go to the Hank, there would be a really long line and wait and with the new deal, being able to pick your time slots, we have very little weight out at the Speedway. Yeah, it's not very long at all. On like on Saturdays, Friday, Saturdays, there might be a little wait, but it's not like it was when it was at the Hank. You know, we get you off the main road and uh, we can chew you in line, you know, uh, to where it's, it's a lot more convenient than it used to be. Um, you don't have to 
we used to back traffic all the way up to I-10, you know, and uh, McBay and everywhere. So, But now it's, it's a lot right. better. Like I said, you can pick your day. You can pick your time. If you come early, like come at 7 or 8 slot, then, you know, if you miss something the first time through, you can say, hey, can I go again? We'll let you get back in line and go again. So uh, yeah, it's pretty neat. We're really That's uh, a, I'm glad you brought that up. Here, so. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. We went at seven on a Friday night, and we got there at about seven fifteen, seven twenty. Had no problems whatsoever. But I'm glad you brought that up about the rerun, because I've had several people I've seen them make comments on the internet about if you go, you can go again at the same night, and so that is something that you're doing. If you're there and you want to go again, you can go again. Yeah, go come come early because if you come at nine, you're going to get through it by 9.30, and then, you know, uh, if you get back in by 9.30 or so, but, you know, if you get there like at 9.45, then, you know, we close off the gates at 10, so you probably wouldn't have enough time to get back through. So come early, uh, and then you can just take your time. One last question before I let you go. I know there's several different price structures, and I don't want to get into a long but it's basically $30 a carload, give or take. Basically, if you come, uh, let's see, Monday through Thursday, it's a weekday rate. It's like twenty four ninety nine plus tax and fees, which comes out to probably about thirty. That's for up to eight people in a car, though. So, uh, car, truck, van, get a lot of people together, and it comes out actually cheaper than it used to be when we charge like eight dollars per person. Um, right. So, if you come Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's our weekend past night. Uh, it's like. Thirty-four ninety-nine plus tax. So, uh, but there again, you know, bring a lot of people, and it just makes each person's a little bit cheaper. So, well, see, that's my problem. I don't have eight friends, right? So, <laughs> well, I tell you what, if you come out here, there's just there's just two of you. Like, you know, if you're your man and wife, or you're uh, you know you're in high school and you want to bring your date, just come out here and just ask for the date night price, and if that. Uh, She'll give it to you a little bit cheaper. I think it's like under $20 for two people, you know, on a date night. So just ask for a date night price. You know, that's that's even worse. I've been married 40 years. I don't know that my wife would ride out there with me by ourselves, right? I think that might be too long. But <laughs> I, right. guess for, I guess for young people, date night price can happen, right? Now, also, too, one last thing before I go, I, I'm going to let you go, but I, I, I've, I've looked at a lot of questions about this on, on the Internet. Somebody can just pull up out there and say, I'm here, right? Yeah, you don't have to go ahead and, uh, you know, pre uh, go on nights and lights and pre-book. You can just come on out. Like, you're out say, hey, we're out in the area. Or you, you want something fun to do that night, you know? So just come on out and get in line, and, we, uh, you know, we'll get you in just like everybody else. So it's not a – you don't have to pre-book, but it's a little bit cheaper. It's cheaper to do that. But, uh, you know, we're we're happy to have everybody. Hey, man, thanks for joining us tonight. It really is a cool deal if folks haven't been out there yet. And then you guys come down after Halloween and get ready for Christmas. What time do you go back up for Christmas? When when do you all get going for Christmas, John? Well, let's see. We're here through the 31st. On November 1st, we take actually take a day off, and then we start transition on the 2nd. And we are up and we're open on November 17th, that Friday. Uh, so cool. give us a couple of weeks and we'll be ready to go. And then our Christmas show is longer uh, because 
time change, so we can actually start our gate at 5.30 for Christmas. So we go 5.30 to 10 every night for Christmas, but it'll go from November 17th to January the 1st. Well, we'll have you back on to get the Christmas deal. I I, I know what my grandkids are going to want to do. They're, they're, they'll be in for Christmas. And uh, really, it's yeah, a, we, for folks that hadn't seen it yet, it's really cool. Yeah, we had uh, we have a few new things for Halloween, but we got a lot of new things for Christmas, a lot of new things. So it's going to be really a little bit different show, actually. And it is really fun to get on the track uh, and ride the track. I think that's a big part of it. So. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up for somebody like me that's made a few laps around that place. It, it wasn't uh, cool, but for my grandkids, it was very cool. And if you've never been on the racetrack at Mobile, a good chunk of this is on the track. So you get a chance to ride around the racetrack. Yeah, it goes all the way around the track into the pits. Uh, so it's, it's an experience. Uh, a lot of, a lot of people really love it. So I appreciate you having me on and, uh, yeah, I'll uh, come back and talk another day. We'll come back and have you on for Christmas. Thank you, John. All right. Thanks, Tommy. John Hilliard with Nights and Lights, currently at Mobile International Speedway. Again, you know, we were fans at Bay Bears. The grandkids are bigger fans at the racetrack. It's longer, uh, more stuff. And now he's, Christmas is going to be even bigger. So if you get a chance, go check it out. That's happening at Mobile International Speedway. This weekend is the final night of racing at Sunny South Raceway. And it's been a phenomenal season at Sunny South. Thomas and I were talking about this the other day. Uh, their, their schedule may be a record for length and duration. I think they've raced 13, maybe will be 14 times this season. One of the guys who's had a heck of a year down there this season is our buddy Talon Chapley. Talon, how you doing, man? Um, Talon, are you there? Good yes, deal. So I, I'm, I'm trying to think of too many things at one time, Talon. I'm sorry, it's Talon Chipley. Uh, Talon, this weekend is the last racing weekend at Sunny South Raceway. You guys have been there every week. Are you ready to be done? Yes, sir. <laughs> it's not very often that a guy says he's ready to be done, especially with the kind of have the season that you've had. But, man, it's been a long year. Yeah, it has. You guys, not only has it been a long year, but you guys have been racing in two different classes. You've been racing in the junior champ cars and in the beginner bandoleros. You're currently second in points in the junior champs. Uh, 13 races, two wins, 11 top fives, 13 top tens. Over on the bandolero side, 11 races, five wins, 10 top fives, 10 top tens. That's a heck of a year. Talon, are you with me? Yes, sir. Okay. All those wins and all those top fives, that's a heck of a year, isn't it? Yes, sir, it is. 
I was thinking about this earlier when I was putting together your win-loss record, 10 races, uh, 11 race weekends, 13 race weekends. That's 24, and then you race two times each night. That's 48 races this year. That's more than a cup driver, NASCAR cup driver runs. That's a lot of races. Yes, sir, but most of them are short. Short. That's true. They're not. They're not five hundred miles like a cup guy, but that's still a lot of racing for anybody. Uh, I was going to ask you which car do you like driving better the most, the Bandolero or the Junior Champ? I like the Bandolero the most because it's got more of a car feel to it. Yes, sir. Hey, the music means we got to take a break here. Will you hang on just a minute for me? Yes, sir. We're talking with Talon Chipley, currently the points leader in the Bandos and second in the Junior Champs at Sunny South Raceway. It's their last night of racing this Saturday night for the 2023 season. When we come back, a few minutes with Talon, then we'll go to this week's Winchester 400 winner, Gio Ruggiero, right here on WNSP, part of the sound of Mobile. From This is Inside Alabama Racing on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. Once again, bumping and grinding, shoving and rubbing, and that's just at the breakfast buffet. Here's Tommy Prater. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. Fun show tonight. Nights and Lights folks in a little earlier. We're on the phone with Talon Chipley right now from Sunny South Raceway. In just a little while, Winchester 400, Gio Ruggiero. And, of course, the Moose will wrap it all up for us. Every week, our program is brought to you by Judy's Place, Wade Distributor, Southwest Alabama's flooring leader, and, of course, Alabama Pipe and Supply. We appreciate David Jones being a part of this year's program. You know, as I say that, David Jones has been with us probably close to 20 years at this stage of the game, and we really appreciate them being a part of the show. We're talking with Talon Chipley, who currently leads the Bandolero points at Sunny South Raceway and the Junior Champ points. He is currently second at Sunny South. When we went to break, I asked him which kind he liked better. He said the Bandos. So, Talon, you like the Bandos better in 2024, what car or cars do you plan on driving? All right. So in 2024, I plan on driving a Legend and a Super Truck. A Legend and and a Super Truck, is that something that drives at Sunny South or is that a truck at Mobile International Speedway or Pensacola? Mobile International and Pensacola. Okay. I, I just so we're together. I never called, heard them called a super truck, but I know what you're talking about. So you're talking about driving a truck series at either Mobile or Pensacola, and still sticking with the Legend and the Legend car. That'll be a new car for you next year, right? Yes, sir. Have you tested one out yet? Have you tried shifting the gears? 
No, sir. We have not got one yet. Well, that, that'll be a lot of fun going through that. I know you get a lot of help from George Bragg, and he'll certainly teach you how to get through there. If you want some real help, though, ask Josh. He can help you out. He can help you out. Yeah. Well, Talon, congratulations on a wonderful season at at Sunny South. I look forward to seeing you guys down there Saturday night, and uh, good luck this weekend. All right. Thank you. Talon Chipley in... Sunny South Raceway racing this Saturday night. It's the final race of the year. It is their Halloween event, too, with Trunk or Treat at Sunny South this weekend. Last weekend, the Winchester 400 at one of the most iconic racetracks in America. Winchester is one of those places that I absolutely do not like going to. My son, as a driver, absolutely loves it because it's so much fun to race. This past weekend, driving for Donnie Wilson, Seacock Mains' Gio Ruggiero comes up with a big win. And with that, let's bring him in. Gio, congratulations on a big win. Thank you. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you uh, having me on. For those of us on the Gulf Coast, we've watched you banging around at uh, Pensacola a few times, getting ready for this year's Snowball Derby in the ASA Tour. This is your second win. You won at Hickory earlier this year. Which one's bigger, Hickory or Winchester? Um, I think they were both pretty big. You know, at, at Hickory, you know, beating a, a cup driver was pretty big. But uh, I think Winchester was, uh, you know, it's a uh, – the crown jewel race so it's it's pretty big winchester uh, i don't know if you heard my intro to winchester but having been there numerous times in an arca car uh that kind of place is uh as a car owner i'm not very fond of but my car uh, driver team driver he loves the place how do you fall in yeah i think uh it's an awesome track um my second time racing there this year. Um, we raced there earlier this year and had a, a good shot to win, um, but we ended up having a tire go down. But uh, it's an awesome track. It's, it's really fast for sure, um, and uh, it's, it's definitely unique. It's, it's like no other track I've been to. Um, it's definitely rough on equipment as well. It's definitely rough on the cars. You know, I found it interesting, and of course, a late model is a little bit different than an ARCA car. An ARCA car is 3,300 pounds, and weight is not as big an issue as it is in a late model. But everybody I talked to that was racing at Winchester this weekend was changing out parts on their late models to go from lightweight speed, lightweight speed to hey, we need something a little bit more durable to get around this old racetrack. Did you guys go through that kind of process too? Yeah, for sure. I, I think that's kind of something that most teams do going to Winchester is to switch out some of their some of their parts, you know, and sacrifice a little bit of uh, weight and, and speed to, you know, kind of have uh, more uh, security for, you know, on a durability um standpoint you know it's a 400 lap race and it's such a rough track that it just you know it can wear the car out for sure it it's amazing uh the beating that these guys that that racetrack 
gets uh, to a race car and the driver. Did you feel when you got done that you had been beat up pretty good? No, I felt fine, honestly. Um, I, I work out once to two times a day in the gym to kind of train for those long races. Um, but I felt fine after the race. Um, the only thing was that I maybe had a little bit of back pain uh, from sitting in the seat so long. But other than that, I felt pretty good, actually. Yeah, I mean, I, Winchester's one of those kind of places another driver described to me is it was a four-tile-and-all uh, race if you didn't hit anything. And if you hit something, it was an eight-tile-and-all race. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see some people saying that for sure. Um, but I think being a little bit later in the year, um, the temperature is a, a little bit cooler for the 400. So, um, I bet if it was, it was hotter that the race would be a lot tougher for sure. Um, when we went there earlier this year for the, the hundred lapper, um, it was a little bit hotter out and, uh, <clears throat> you could definitely feel the heat more. One of the cool things about the Winchester 400 is you win a Winchester rifle, which is maybe one of the coolest trophies in all the motorsports. Did you get to keep that, or did Donnie take it from you? Yeah, um, I got to keep it. It's, I put it in the shop for now. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely a pretty cool trophy. It's probably the coolest uh, trophy I've I've won so far. It uh, now I, I forgot. That's a real rifle too. It shoots, right? Yeah, I haven't shot it, but uh, it is a real rifle for sure. And uh, it's been a while since I've seen one, uh, but it's like I said, it's one of the coolest trophies in motorsports. It goes right up there with a grandfather clock at Martinsville, and you know at Mobile uh, when we had the Arkham Mobile 200, we gave away a jukebox. So it it's. Uh, it's very, it's an iconic thing. Somebody says, I want a rifle. You Well, you know where you were. You were at Winchester. Now, Winchester is in the bank. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that happened post-race between you and Stephen Nassi. I don't know if you've seen this yet. It just came across my wire. ASA handed out some penalties this afternoon to both you and Nassi. Have you seen all that? What's y'all's response to what ASA done has done this afternoon? Yeah, you know, um, I feel like um, that was their decision on the penalties they gave out. Um, I think going into the the next race, you know, we're just going to hope to uh, where we are right now in points is is third. Um, The way we're headed into Nashville, um, we can't really uh, gain any points on the my teammate Cole Butcher, he's in second, but he ended up closing up his points um, this last weekend. So he's 17 behind uh, Tomajewski now. So he has a shot at the championship, but uh, unfortunately I don't. Um, that's just the way it worked out. We had a DNF earlier this year, uh, and that kind of set us back in points. But um, I'm looking forward to uh, a couple weekends in Nashville. It's going to be another great race. So you go from one iconic race to another to another, Winchester 400, 
All-American 400, and then the Snowball Derby. Have you raced at Nashville yet, Gio? Uh, yes, I have. I raced there in the super late model as well uh, earlier this year. I think we finished third or fourth place. Is it one of the places that you look forward to go to or one of the places that you're like, eh, I'd rather go somewhere else? Um, I, I look forward to Nashville. I feel like I look forward to racing at any track. I just, I love racing. Um, some tracks, you know, I obviously like less or more than others, but uh, Nashville, <laughs> Winchester, and, and Five Flags are probably in my top five or my top three. Nashville is, is a cool place to me because the driver has some decisions to make it Nashville. There's not just one fast way around the racetrack. You can move yourself and your car around a little bit to find the spot that works best for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I ran the, the ARCA East race earlier there this year and um, kind of kind of learned that as well in the ARCA race that you can kind of get the, the outside lane to work a little bit as well as the bottom Yeah, in, in the ARCA cars, there's probably more room because the cars are so heavy and you're trying to make them turn. But there's really, you know, instead of being stuck to one six-foot lane, there's probably 10 to 15 feet there that you can work in to try to figure out which way is the best way to get around. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Well, Gio... Thank you for joining us tonight. Congratulations on a huge win. Try not to shoot anybody in the shop with the rifle while you're trying it out, right? <laughs> Hopefully they didn't give it to you loaded. And uh, good luck at Nashville in a few weeks, and we'll see you at the Snowball Derby after that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Gio Ruggiero, winner at Winchester. You know, you just go one big race to the next, to the next right now. Winchester, All-American 400, and then the snowball. When we come back, the Moose will join us for this week's edition of the Moose Call right here on WNSP. The high school football and college football games you'll be attending and looking forward to. This is Inside Alabama Racing on 105.5 well, FM and so what happens live on, on WNSP.com. Out of the caution and full speed ahead, here's uh, Tommy Crater. And, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. Sounds like we're leaving again already. Here we go. Thanks. Uh, boy, that segment was short. We appreciate you joining us tonight. We've had a fun show. John Hilliard from Nights and Lights. Young Talon Chipley from Sunny South Raceway. Winchester 400 winner, Gio Ruggiero. Perfect time to congratulate Riley Erbst and his race team, which includes DJ Vanderley, on their win. This past weekend at Las Vegas, that's a hometown walk-off win for Riley Herbst, by the way. Every week, our program is brought to you by Wade Distributors, Alabama Pipe and Supply, and Judy's Place. 
it's that time of the show for this week's edition of the Moose Call, and hopefully we got him rounded up. Thomas Prater, how you doing, man? Oh, everything's good. How are you? I'm good. Big win this weekend at Las Vegas for Kyle Larson and Riley Erbst. Um, you have been there. Uh, I think you were there. Was it last year or earlier this year? In Las Vegas? Yeah. Oh, no. It's been like four years. I haven't been Man, to Las Vegas in that, quite a while. That tells you. That tells if you. If I did, how out of step it was I one am. of those trips. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> that's, that's right. Kyle Larson wins. That's not a big surprise. Riley Earp, so uh, that's his first win. And Riley raced with you over in the ARCA series. And also uh, one of his crew members is DJ Vanderley. It's his hometown. That's a big win for Riley. Yeah, really, uh, really glad to hear about Riley winning, but also glad that uh, DJ Vanderley still out there making it happen. Um, so yeah, just uh, you know, that was a I wa- I didn't watch the uh, Xfinity race, but I I watched them the uh, the Tommy Prater cut version of the Cup race, <laughs> which is uh, record the whole race. Fast forward until you see some cool stop, watch it, and then watch the last 10 laps. <laughs> people, people cannot watch racing with me, right? Because I, I probably watch six races a weekend between local racing, national racing, and regional racing like Winchester 400. And I'm like a football coach. I can watch the game fast forward, and then when I see something, I can stop on a dime and watch what I saw as interesting, but if you're just watching, you really don't get to see very much. Yeah, you know that that makes sense. We need to get you one of those remote controls that those football Clickers. coaches have, where they yeah. can go from reverse to forward, reverse to forward, slow motion. That's right. We got to get That's you right. one of those. Because <laughs> I know I drive y'all crazy. Because I go like, "Y'all see that?" And you're like, "No, we didn't see crap. <laughs> you got it on fast <laughs> yeah. forward. We didn't see anything." I'm like, yeah, dude, right. y'all didn't see that here. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. It is bad. It ain't. <laughs> <laughs> guilty, right? That's all I can say to that is guilty. Man, I'm I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> you know, Thomas Talon Chipley was on the show this weekend as the final race at Sunny South Raceway. You certainly turned a lot of laps down there. But in talking with Talon Chipley, he's running two classes of cars, the Bandos and the Junior Champs. Figuring up here, he's raced 24 features and 24 heat races. That's 48 races in a year, and I don't care who you are. That's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Um, you know, the O'Krezics at Sunny South are they're pumping out some some quality racing. They have a great atmosphere over there. It's a great family friendly atmosphere. You know, they have a lot of stuff for the kids. And the thing that gets me about all the events they have for the kids is that most of the kids are the ones that are racing in the races. <laughs> so it, it's uh, just a, you know it's uh, 
cool to to see those kids out there doing what they love, trying to figure it out. Um, just really cool, really, really proud to know the Oak Resics and and glad to see everything that they're doing out there. You know, Thomas, as you mentioned that this weekend is trick or treat at Sunny South, and I, as you said. Who's a racer and who's going to trick or treat? I think that line is going to get blurred pretty good this weekend. <clears throat> so does that mean I can't trick or treat, or do you think they'll still give me? Candy? <laughs> I think that Elizabeth Hugh and Bo will get a chance to trick or treat, and like all adults, you will get to steal some of their candy later. Yeah, yeah, you know that's uh that's what we got uh. We got a candy bowl up at work at Bishop State, and I asked our our, our secretary, Ms. Tarlisha, today, I said, hey, I need to ask you a personal question. She said, yeah. I said, how come that candy bowl is empty? <laughs> so, so I'll be looking forward to getting some candy at Sunny South on Saturday. There you go. And, and you know, the other thing is, too, is that um, – and and we'll try to keep your mom out of your kid's candy because that's the worst candy thief that there is. Yeah, yeah, you know she uh, she'll tear a chocolate bar up, um, come out <laughs> come out looking like a velociraptor, you know. So uh... <laughs> I asked Talon Chipley what's in store for next year. He says legend cars and trucks. What a combination. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's a uh, – I, I don't think I've ever met that driver, um, but good for them. It's always good It's always good to look forward to what you got going for next year. Um, so just uh, happy to, to see the Okrezics pumping out quality racing out there and hopefully can do it for years to come. Just thinking about trying to teach a young guy – how to shift a legend car and run a truck at the same time just makes my head hurt. Well, a good thing for me, I'm so damn old that when they had trucks when I was that age, they were automatic. So it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's our show for tonight. Everybody have an awesome week.